you know, I know you look at me and you're like, man, my gosh, what a specimen. What a human specimen. I went to another doctor while I was on vacation and they did another genetic test on me and they were looking for stuff. And they said, you really have the muscle tone of a superior athlete. And I'm like, right? It's just covered in all this fat. <laughs> anyway, it's crazy. Um, but I sweat a lot, especially down here. My gosh, it, when I was up at the ranch, I was using sweat block and I, I didn't have to put deodorant on or antiperspirant on for a week, six days. They use these wipes. You put them on at night, one night, let's say Monday. You're not doing it again until Sunday. It's unbelievable. And in this heat, I can testify to you. Can I get an amen? Sweat block. I, really, use the wipes. They're amazing. The deodorant stick is what I was using before summer. And that's great for the winter. This is the best I've ever tried. Sweatblock.com. Use the promo code Beck and save 20%. Or you can find them at Amazon. It's sweatblock.com. Promo code Beck and save. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. So we know our system is horribly broken, right? We know it. How do we fix it? What are we for? That's where we have to concentrate. Right now, I'm telling you, if I hear one Republican say one more time, there's going to be a lot of hearings. I don't need any hearings. I don't want hearings. What are you doing right now? And hearings just lead to more hearings and then more arguing. I think the American people want action. Defund. Defund and shut the doors of the Department of Ed. Clean house at the DOJ and the FBI. I, I want the funding cut for this new IRS army that they're putting out. Defund it. Congress, you, if you win, will have the ability to close the purse strings on all of that. Where are you? Because I know where they're going. And I'll explain it to you next. Alrighty then. So American financing. We're, live, we're living in a time where, you know, the people in charge are... You know, doing everything they can to fight all of the problems. I mean, they are just desperately shoveling gasoline-soaked dollar bills into the forest fire, and it's gonna put it out. I swear to you, it's gonna put it out. You can see the effects. People all over the country are feeling hurt. There is a new survey out that I think it was 80% of black and Hispanic families are living right on the edge. Who's driving you into poverty? Because it ain't you. 
And it's not the American dream. It is the American government that is the problem. I want you to take 10 minutes out of your day today and call American Financing. They're honest. They work for you and not the banks. They're in the business um, of of loaning people money and i think they're the best in the business when you call them you'll get a free mortgage review and help you see what your options are to help you get out of debt call american financing at 800-906-2440 800-906-2440 or americanfinancing.net american financing nmls 182334 www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org okay so donald trump is is just been called to testify today to the New York state attorney or New York state attorney general about his real estate dealings in New York. My gosh, this guy, you know, he said it on Saturday at um, CPAC. Has there any been, has there ever been a president that has been under attack this much or a past president? I mean, Nixon left office. It was over. We never heard a peep about it. Clinton leaves office. We never hear a peep about it. And they start the Clinton Foundation, which makes billions. Nothing. Nothing. Uh, Barack Obama leaves office, takes 30 million pages. Nothing. Okay. I said to you yesterday, here's what's really going on. They can't find the radicals, so they need to create them. Okay? That's what the January 6th has been. They have tried to convince America that the, the, the right is just completely full of radicals. Well, the problem is 42%, I think the numbers is close to this, 42% of America thought that that was true until they televised the hearings. That number went down to 36. Okay? They don't have it. They don't have it because that's not who we are. So they have to create them. Now, I have said since 2009, I watched the pattern. And remember, we were talking about the Tides Foundation. And I said, the right should create the Tides Foundation exactly the same way, except be clean. Because the Tides Foundation and the left would go, oh, they're embezzling money. They're funneling money from dark sources over here. And we could go, oh, we're not. But thank you for letting us know what you're doing, because they always self-diagnose. They always tell you who they are. Fascists. They're all fascists. They're fascists. He's going to crack down. He's going to use the state as a spying mechanism. He's building an army internally, and he's going to go after the American people and shut down voices. Hello. That is exactly what they're doing. So. Listen to listen to Fang Fang's boyfriend. Fang Fang's boyfriend yesterday said the Republicans are a party of chaos. He said it's very clear that Republicans have recognized that they can no longer win elections with votes. Now. Is that what you're feeling about the next election? That Republicans don't have a chance of winning at the ballot box? I, I have no doubt it's going to be a hammering, a hammering at the ballot box. Now, that doesn't mean we take the House. 
It just means wherever we can win, I think we're going to win. Better take the House. I mean, uh, yeah, I know. I, I mean, the Senate, the Senate. Yeah, Senate is, is much right. more up in the air. Correct. Um, and I think we take the House. We may not take the Senate, but still, it's going to be a hammering unless, you know, Zuckerberg boxes are everywhere else. You know what I mean? But <laughs> I don't think there's a Republican that thinks that if people vote and go out, that Republicans are going to do poorly. So is he self-projecting here? Republicans have recognized they can no longer win elections with votes. So they're leaning in hard to try to win elections with violence. Okay, so that violence that he's talking about is January 6th. And that was what? A hundred people? The left is encouraging violence all over America. It's been burning cities down. Okay. And they're fomenting that violence right now. We are? Um, he says, we're getting all kinds of threats, blah, blah, blah. So he said, chaos is arming to the teeth. Most Americans with AR-15s now and letting our children live in fear. Chaos is January 6th. Chaos is... Chaos is government-mandated pregnancies. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's what the government's doing. They're mandating yeah. pregnancy. Yeah, yeah. we mm -hmm. are. We are. We are. You, you're going to have a baby right now. Right. Um, <laughs> chaos is leaders of the party arguing we need to defund the FBI. Now, what is the difference between defunding the FBI and defunding the police? I'm going to try. And everyone I've heard talking about that is talking about changing the structure of the organization moving many of its responsibilities into other parts of the government yeah and not, I'm, not getting rid of all police right uh, and i i say defund i say we choke this system off until they make changes money doesn't talk it screams and these huge agencies the irs i say defund the irs now that doesn't mean we don't need the irs and i want it to go away defund well, well i would yes, I, would, okay. I would i'd rather have a flat tax but i'm i'm not calling for chaos i'm calling for uh, reform i'm not calling for tear the system down i want reform i want what people wanted in uh in 2008 transparency We've been saying this forever. I want transparency. I don't want any more backroom deals. I don't want bills just shoved through that are omnibus that we don't know what's in them. I want to know who's the good guy, who's the bad guy. I want people to go to jail and I don't give a flying crap if they're Republican or independent or Democrat. I really don't. I want, you know what? I would all, I would be so for Nancy Pelosi's son being tried, and if he's found as guilty and dirty as we think he is, I mean, did you notice he was on the Taiwan trip? Did you know that? She's hiding that. Um, so uh, Nancy Pelosi's son, I would be all for Hunter Biden. I think every American who is decent, who has paid attention at all, knows there's trouble there. I would be for Joe Biden going to jail if it's proven that he was doing dirty deals with his family. But I would also go after Mitch McConnell. And it's not because I think Mitch McConnell is a worthless just piece of bag of bones. I, I think 
Mitch McConnell is just as dirty. He's in on it. His family is making all kinds of money from China. No, no. If Mike Lee was found to do, and Mike would be the first to tell you, I mean this. If Mike Lee, who is a good friend of mine and a guy I really trust and believe, if Mike Lee was found doing dirty things and dirty deals, I would be the first to call for his impeachment and investigation and jail time if he deserved it. That's all I want. I want everybody to have the same consequence. We have two layers of justice now. If you're in a high position with the right party, it's fine. That's not America. You cannot run. a That is a banana republic. That's why, you know, I was watching a show last night and it, it kept flashing back to Afghanistan and the way the people live in Afghanistan. Afghanistan wasn't always like that. Wasn't always like that. Why are these third world countries like this? Poor, broken up. Sometimes it's no fault of their own. Other times it's clearly because the government or there's so much chaos on the street that you have warlords. People who are calling for, you know, the defunding of the police and everything else. You're going to get warlords. Well, we'd be better off with no government at all. We'd just start all over again. Let's just burn this thing down. You will go into warlords and America will become Afghanistan. I don't want to burn it down. I want reform. I want transparency. I don't want to go back in time. Conservatives are not about the past. They are about conserving what has worked and jettisoning those things that don't work. That's why the left and the right, liberal and conservative, not progressive, liberal and conservative work so well together. Because liberals tend to go, we ought to try this. This is really good. And conservatives are like, wait, 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 but wait, what will that do? What are the un unintended consequences? I don't know. It, what about this and this and this? You're not jettisoning that to get this, are you? Because these, these things are good. It's the yin and yang that makes America work. But if we can't do this through elections and reason, then we go to war with each other. And I don't want a war. Do you? The... The entire thing with Donald Trump right now, I want you to know this, because if you know this, then you know what they are trying to achieve and what they want and need you to do. They could not convince the American people that their neighbors are terrorists. They tried. They've tried. And they've convinced maybe, I think, probably 20%. Okay, that's not enough. You need to get that number over 50%. So 50% of the country thinks the other side of the country is a terrorist. This is why I always try to say, not the regular Democrat, but the leftists, those who are um, hell-bent on destroying our country. We cannot group everybody into that, because if we group half of the country into revolutionaries, 
and they don't actually fit there, we have no place to go but war. We have no place to go but, I guess, camps. And if you think one side or the other, this is... Do you remember the show I did at Fox years ago, if you're a longtime listener or viewer? I did the pendulum show. And I swung a pendulum from left to right. And I said, the Constitution really is in the middle. It's neutral. Okay? Sometimes a judge and, and the Constitution will rule, no, you know what? Sorry, got to have all that freedom. And the conservatives will go, wait, what? That's chaos. Sometimes it'll say, nope, got to go the conservative way. And the liberals will say, wait, you're a fascist. The Constitution is neutral on topics. Its focus is on power, control, and control of the government. And I said, as we swing further and further, these swings are going to get worse and worse. And I said, you put Obama in and you keep pushing people to the wall, you're going to get somebody who is like, oh, really? Really? And they'll, that pendulum will swing back just as hard the other way. There's Donald Trump. He is the, the people in the, the, on the coasts. They all think Donald Trump is a fascist that's going to put them all in jail. Well, that's what we felt about Obama. He was destroying the country. Same thing now. Well, you do this to Donald Trump and you're swinging it further the other way. And what did I tell you would happen in the end? That eventually you would have two parties that are completely on the very ends. And it depends which party is in office at the time that things really begin to crumble and there's real chaos. And that party will reach out and grab that pendulum. And then freedom is over. That is the point we're at. And that's why they need the chaos on the streets. They'll create it. But as long as America knows they're creating it, it's their chaos in our schools. It's their chaos that are burning our schools, our, our, our cities down. It's their chaos that is getting our policemen killed. It's their chaos that is making the prices of everything go through the roof. It is their climate chaos that is causing us to have fuel problems and energy problems and people either dying from heat or, or now in the winter, they'll be dying from cold. It's their chaos of the war machine of Afghanistan. As long as people understand that, we're fine. If we confuse it with any kind of chaos on our side, we're playing right into their hands. Because all they need is just to convince a few more people. And they can grab the pendulum. Now, just imagine what life would be like if all of a sudden you didn't have a cell phone. Yeah. I mean, get down off the ledge. I love my wife. She's like, I'm like, honey, let's just put the cell phones away. I don't have a cell phone. You don't need a cell phone. I can't get a hold of you. I can't get a la. And I'm like, I know life was so horrible in the year 2000 when we just didn't have all the texting and everything else, right? We couldn't get on. Anyway, nobody's coming to take away your cell phone. Well, yet. Meanwhile, actually, they did yesterday have a congressman. That was kind of an interesting story. Um, here's another thing for you to imagine. 
What if you don't have to pay so much for the cell phone that you do have? If you're with one of the big carriers, you're probably paying way too much for your cell phone every single month. Not to mention the fact that the big carriers are donating a portion of that money to leftist causes, stuff that you stand firmly against. Please switch to Patriot Mobile. There are plans that are affordable for any budget now. They're on the same cell towers so you can get the same great service. And best of all, they donate to causes that you can actually get behind. Make the switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation. If you're a veteran or a first responder, please let them know because they have special discounts just for you. Come join the movement. Make the switch today. We need a parallel economy. We need to do business. In fact, I've got something in about 10 minutes that'll blow your mind. Stick with us. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. 972-PATRIOT. 10 seconds. Station ID. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. We're glad you're here. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit about the IRS coming up in uh, in just a little while. Um, we also have, uh, I think, something very, very exciting. Vivek Ramaswamy is uh, on with us. Vivek is becoming a, a friend of mine, and uh, and I'm a uh, I consider him a friend of mine. I don't know if he considers me a friend, but. <laughs> Uh, I so admire what he is doing. Um, he is putting together Strive Asset Management. He is probably one of the leaders in the private sector that is coming after ESG like a bag of bricks. And he's got something that we can do that he's going to talk about on today's program in about five minutes. And I'm telling you, we have the power to gut them and here's how you do it money money doesn't talk it screams he has something that he's going to introduce to you here in a second that is absolutely fantastic that's not going to cost you a dime if you've already got a 401k it won't cost you a dime and it is something that can change the game Vivek Ramaswamy is on with us next. The Glenn Beck Program. So, as anybody is paying attention, um, as they could have predicted, uh, and some of us did predict that, the abortion issue is only heated up more in the wake of the overturn of Roe versus Wade. But it hasn't gotten the left to go out and vote. They're not excited to go out and vote for it. The left, not the Democrats, the left um, are now going crazy and they are burning places down. They are defacing it. They are threatening the lives of people that work at these rescue centers, these the actual women's centers. Um, they're fighting as hard as they can, and they hate organizations like Preborn. Preborn for the last 16 years has positioned their clinics in the top abortion cities where 50% of abortions take place. Their work of saving babies' lives will continue at a greater level. And as they fight Planned Parenthood, they also need to uh, make sure that they are protected. They really need our help. 
Would you consider a, a gift of any side, size, even a dollar? Please just dial pound 250. Use the keyword baby. Pound 250, keyword baby, or preborn.com slash Beck. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn to save 10 bucks off Blaze TV. Hey, it's Glenn Beck. Yo, dog, just talking to my peeps. You know what I'm saying? Yo. Sorry, they're having me work on, they say that I don't do real well in the inner cities, and uh, I don't know why. I live the life you're, you're, of the mean streets. You, you're you from the streets. Yeah, That's I how am. you came up. Vivek, Vivek, Vivek Ramaswamy is uh, with us now. He is the co-founder and executive chairman of Strive Asset Management. Dog, how are you? How you doing? I'm, good, to, good to talk to you, Glenn. Yeah, good to talk to you. I am so excited um, because this is something that I think uh, is really game-changing. And it is tangible, something that we can all do and uh, could change the course of ESG and, and our energy. Uh, situation. So tell me what you've, you've done. Absolutely. Yeah. So Glenn, I think today is the day that we are launching on the New York stock exchange, our first index fund. It is a U.S. energy index fund. Its ticker is DRLL drill, and it delivers a new mandate to the U.S. energy industry to tell American energy companies to drill, to frack, to do whatever allows them to be most successful over the long run without regard to these ESG mandates. And I know, Glenn, nobody more than you has been in front of pointing this out over the last two years, the cancer of ESG in our capital markets and in the stock market and in private markets. The question is, what do we do about it? And my view is the way we solve this problem, the BlackRock problem, is through the market by aggregating capital to direct corporate America to behave not according to ESG principles, but according to the principles of excellence that define what capitalism is supposed to be all about. And the number one sector that has been damaged by the ESG movement is, in my mind, no doubt, the U.S. energy sector. That's why we started there. And so Strive, my my firm, has listed its first index fund targeting the U.S. energy index Today, where I'm ringing the closing bell of the New York Stock Exchange. Okay, so it's the beginning so, of, a, of hopefully a, a broader movement that we're building. So, Vivek, I want you to go back. If people don't know how ESG works and why BlackRock um, is so dangerous, what they've done with all of these mutual funds, where they've taken all of our our money, our retirement, all over the nation, and they've put it into the same exact index, right, that you have created. Yeah, yeah, I lost you there for a second. Okay. I lost you there for a second. This is their, okay. you're, you've so, created the so same. Let me, let me walk. All right, go ahead. Yep. Go yeah, ahead. So, so, so the, the, the interesting thing here is the three largest asset managers in the world, right? BlackRock manages about $10 trillion. State Street and Vanguard along with them, the two of them manage, they manage over $20 trillion. That's almost the U.S. GDP in the hands of three firms. What they're doing is they're aggregating the money of everyday citizens and then using that to tell corporate America, they buy shares of publicly traded American companies, 
And then they tell those companies to adopt these ESG agendas, environmental agendas, social agendas, that most of those everyday citizens, most of the listeners of this program probably do not agree with. And I think that is a major breach of trust. It is a breach of fiduciary duty, using the money of someone else, an everyday citizen, to advocate for social and political agendas in corporate America's boardrooms that those citizens disagree with. That is a problem. But the other problem in the market is that there aren't other vehicles meaningfully today to deliver a different voice from the ESG link voice because the top one, two, three asset managers I told you are doing it. Now, number four is doing it. Invesco is doing it. They're the fourth largest passive asset manager. It goes all the way down the list. So to me, that was why I decided I got to stop just talking about this problem. I got to do something about it. I began my career as an entrepreneur. That's what we did by creating new index funds that say, you know what? It's going to offer you exposure to the same sectors, the energy index. There could be other indexes in the future, but the key difference is the voice and the vote. And that's why we even named the ticker for the U.S. Energy Index drill, B-R-L-L, very simple mandate to the U.S. energy sector, drill, frack, do whatever you need to do to be most successful over the long run without these ESG agendas being imposed on you. So what they claimed ESG was at the beginning was just a way for people to know you know, what the fund is doing. If if I want to save the environment, I believe that drilling is wrong. I can just go and choose that company. What they didn't tell you was the real danger was you're invested and all of these investment houses are on the green agenda and they're using your share as a voice. They are taking your voice and you might not be for it, but they have all of these shares. And so then they are the big pig at the table and they can say, yeah, you know what? Uh, we think you need to change the board of directors. We think you need to change course. And they've changed the course of Exxon from 20% increase of uh, oil and, and uh, drilling to I think it was a 10 or 20% decrease just because BlackRock said, you got to change your board of directors and rethink things. Is that right? That's exactly right, Glenn. And, 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 it, and you know what? It's not just Exxon. Exxon's the biggest oil company right. in the United States, but they did something similar to Chevron, where they imposed so-called scope three emissions caps on Chevron in 2021. All three of these guys voted in favor of a shareholder resolution that says that Chevron as an oil company has to take responsibility for anyone downstream in its supply chain for the emissions they're responsible for. So the Amazon Prime truck that delivers food to someone's house, somehow Chevron as a company has to take responsibility for the emissions contribution and cap it. And guess what? Most of these energy companies and their boards recommended against the proposals that BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard voted in favor of, yet they still vote in favor of them. There's no choice. There's no choice. And the thing I love about the U.S. energy industry is most of the employees who work in U.S. energy don't believe their work is evil. OK, they're not Twitter. Elon Musk could try to take over Twitter. Twitter still has 16,000 employees who don't want to do the thing that he's going to tell them to do if he becomes their new owner. By contrast, in the energy industry, most of the employees are waiting for a different message from the ESG asset management message. And no one was bringing that to the table using shareholder power to do it. And I think, Glenn, this is the most important part. Is every citizen 
is empowered with their own money to actually deliver a message Correct. that they want to see in corporate America. And I think most of them want to say, make more money. That's what I want you to do with my investments, not advance some climate agenda. So this is why this is so important. And I want to restate what Vivek just said. You're taking by taking your money out of BlackRock uh, or if you don't have money there and investing it in drill, uh, which is uh, Strive. You can find out all the information at Strive.com. Today, they're launching drill. And this is the exact same investment that uh, BlackRock is making. So these are the same companies. Exact. It's not like you're betting something else. It's the same one, except your voice and mass is going to say drill open it up start doing what's right for the country and the company i not only want a country left but i'd also like to make some money with my investments blackrock is currently saying you're going to lose money maybe for the next 10 years why because they're transforming the energy uh sector the way they want it it's going to cause massive damage, massive problems. Uh, we will lose our status, the West, not just America, the West, because the East isn't doing this. So it is so important that you today, if you have $5, $100, $1,000, a $1 million, and you're looking for an investment, this not only will pay off the same, because if you can get the, if we can get enough people and Vivek knows enough people he could get a bunch of billionaires in on this, but it has to be the voice of the people. That's what really will change things. If you get, you know, the Koch brothers and, you know, whoever our version is of, of George Soros to come in, it'll have weight because money doesn't talk. It screams. However, if you have a bunch of people who have a thousand dollars in all of a sudden you have the voice of the country. This is an opportunity to a invest. I'm not a broker. I don't do investments. Don't listen to advice from me. But if you feel like this would be a good investment, this is a place to put your money to work, not only for you, but game changing America and putting her back on solid footing on the energy sector. And it at the same time defangs BlackRock. If we can get people to say, you know what, I'm not investing through BlackRock anymore. No, I want all my retirement money out and I'm going to invest it in the same companies, but I'm going to do it with Strive. Then you have a voice. You choke them off on money. You choke them off on power and voice and they're done. And we can move on with our lives. Do I have that right, Vivek? Hey. Amen, Glenn. And you know what? I love the point you made about restoring the voice of the everyday citizen. It's not just about a bunch of billionaires or people with hundreds of millions of dollars just sending that voice. So that's welcome, too. I found it Strive because I, with the mission, Strive's stated mission was to restore the voice of the everyday citizen in corporate America's boardrooms, the citizens whose voices had been forgotten the citizens whose money had been used by other asset managers to deliver toxic political messages, what we say is, let's take the number one sector that's been damaged by ESG. And by the way, energy company stock prices, I think, have performed less well because of oh, yeah. the ESG movement oh, over yeah. the last 10 years. In, yeah. I mean, in 2013, the largest company in the world by market capitalization in the summer of 2013 was ExxonMobil. 
Today, it's four U.S. tech companies and a Saudi Arabian oil company. And I think the ESG movement had a lot to do with that over the last five to 10 years. Sure it did. But if we get to this post-ESG mandate, move beyond ESG, I'm hopeful that we can actually see an American energy renaissance, which will be good both for American energy companies and American energy security. But I want to do that with the voice of the everyday citizen represented. And so I don't care how much people, how small of an amount people invest. It doesn't matter. It's about building a movement that sends that message to say that, you know what, America's energy boardrooms, there's a new sheriff in town. It's we the people with our money doing it instead of BlackRock just doing it from a corner office in Manhattan. And the more people do that, the more successful this becomes, the more loudly I and others on behalf of Strive and on behalf of shareholders are going to be able to bring that new mandate to the boardrooms of U.S. energy companies and hopefully create a revival of not only American energy, but America as a country and American capitalism itself in the process. So, Vivek, I am um, I'm going to be moving some of my money today um, because I want my money to have a voice. Uh, and I think this is so critical that we do this. If you're somebody who doesn't, you know, you just don't know how to do this. How, how does someone do this? How does somebody put a hundred dollars or, you know, half a million dollars into it? The guy with half a million probably knows, but. Yeah, well, person. you know what? It, 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 you know what? It, it, it's, it's really, we wanted to make it very simple for everyone. So it is D-R-L-L, drill, listed on the New York Stock Exchange. I ring the closing bell today. And wherever one gets their investments, you know, whatever their platforms are, they use online. Maybe it's an investment advisor or a broker, whoever does it. It's really simple. And it, 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 there's no uh, maximum or minimum amounts or whatever it is. It's just D-R-L-L, drill on the New York Stock Exchange. But the main point is, delivering that new mandate to the U.S. energy sector. That was the point of, of launching this. And I think that hopefully we can represent both the not only the capital interest, but the voice of the everyday citizen in the process. Thank you so much, Vivek. I really appreciate it. We'll talk to you again soon. Uh, maybe we'll check in with you tomorrow to see how the first day went. Thank you so much. Awesome. Vivek Ramaswamy, um, is, uh, his uh, new company is Strive.com. Strive. Dot com. Time to put your money where your mouth is. All right. If you're the type of person who's likely to spend the entire paycheck on lottery tickets because, you know, you just feel that lucky, then LifeLocked is not made for you because you're really lucky. Super, super lucky. Now, if you're not delusional, it's probably time to uh, get LifeLocked because there are some bad hombres out there, as we say on the streets. No, they don't. Um, <laughs> the side. What? Sarah always looks at me like she's just just disgusted. Hey, you don't live on the mean streets like I do. Uh, it's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. Uh, and we do everything online right now. Get 25% off your subscription to LifeLock. It's top of the line in cybersecurity. Both preventative measures will keep you safe and an access to uh, restoration teams if you do have your information stolen. Because nobody can watch and monitor everything. Nobody can stop it all because it's changing every day. But what the best system is out there, I think, is LifeLock by Norton. So join now. Save 25% off your first year with the promo code BECK. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK or LifeLock.com. Promo code BECK. Save 25% now. The Glenn Beck Program. Miss a day? Miss a lot. Visit BlazeTV.com today and never miss a moment of truth. 
This is the Glenn Beck program. We're so glad that you are um, you're joining us. I think this Vivek, I've I've spent a lot of time with him on the phone recently, and um, I really think he has an answer here. And he's just starting with oil, this index. Um, and I, I can't urge you enough. Now, remember, please do not take any financial advice from me. I am not qualified to do that. I'm just talking to you about a movement that if you find this to be sound, this is the same investment. If your mutual fund is invested in BlackRock, part of that goes to the energy sector. What he's suggesting is take it out of BlackRock or take your money back from this and move it into drill, which will help send the message to the energy companies. Now, the reason why he's starting with uh, the energy sector is because they're not hostile. They, they know this is wrong. They just have no backing from anyone if they go against BlackRock or Vanguard. They know they control so much of their shares, they can get away with anything. They need backup. That's why he wants to make this big, fat, and round with all of the people that uh, you know might be listening now and the regular person. It's uh, strive.com, not financial this is advice. The Glenn Back Program. Thank you very much, Hillary. Uh, remember um, back in the day when, no. when you had a home and you thought it was completely safe because you lived in it? And no. You don't remember this time? Not in the mean streets. That's right. You oh, grew up ahead. in a tough area. Tough area. Of, uh, what was it in your Seattle? Uh, yeah, in yeah. Seattle and then in New York. I mean, I was, you know. You grew up? Uh, I was in... a block away from the park. That's dangerous. That's true. A lot of bad, the Central Park jogger. I yeah. mean, a, a yeah. lot of, yeah, yeah, it was a really dangerous area you lived in. Look, uh, if you want to protect your home from all of the dangerous things Glenn has had to survive in his very difficult life, you got to go to HomeTitleLock.com because yeah. this can just be a cyber thing. They just take control of your title and you don't even know what's going on. Horrible. They can borrow against no, your equity. Is. No, it is. And then uh, you're screwed. So don't let that happen to you. Protect yourself now going forward. See if you're already a victim at HomeTitleLock.com. Code is radio. HomeTitleLock.com. The code is radio. Get a free, no obligation home title scan. $100 value, free. I mean, I got to a point I couldn't trust my doorman. America and welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Glad you're here today. We're going to talk a little bit about the questions that need to be asked and answered. We didn't get anything yesterday. President avoided the question. How is that possible? How's that possible? Well, I didn't know anything about it. I don't think I believe you because when that was happening, same time you decide, you know what, let's get rid of the remain in Mexico 
policy. Really? Because you could have done that at any time. Coincidentally, at exactly the same time? How weird is that? You should be impeached if you didn't know. If nobody told you that for the very first time, they're going to go in without a subpoena, not offering that first, just going in with a warrant. And why now? Because you knew about this in February. Why now? Because it couldn't be that the FBI wanted to do anything to affect the elections, right? Because they don't do that. That's why they didn't do anything around Hunter Biden, because it was so close to the elections. We just don't want to affect the elections. So we got a few questions for you we're going to be uh, asking. And I'm going to tell you why Donald Trump is testifying today to the New York Attorney General about something entirely different. Why is this happening to Donald Trump? Oh, I'll tell you exactly why in 60 seconds. But first, if I may, let me tell you about the Banana Republic. Now, not the store that makes those really expensive, crappy clothes. No, it's the United States of America. Leave your hat and coat at the door. Someone will want to see your papers, by the way. This is not far off. Papers, knock, knock. Who's there? We will ask the questions here. Not too far off in America. Um, And the survival of our nation depends on the education of our children. Do they understand what we are? Have you ever sat down and tried to explain the Constitution to your kids? I did when they were little. Oh, they're going to get it again soon, kids. Um, They have to understand these things. And education is just so boring the way they teach history now it's so boring and it's meaningless right now the Tuttle Twins has America's history it's about a couple hundred page book it is from 1215 to 1776 how did we come about who were our founders what's the deal with slavery all of it it's a doorway for your kids to understand the story of America so important Tuttle Twins Beck uh, com. Go there right now. You can preview a free sample of the chapter. You can see for yourself why I think it's so important and crucial in the here and now. You'll also see all of the offers that are included in this, including the audiobook version. It's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's coming. Oh, it's wearing tights, too. It's an evil, evil villain. We're all gonna die. Yeah, sure, we're all gonna die from monkeypox, but we'll probably have sex with ten different partners before we get it. So that's the good news coming today. Look, everything in life is a cost-benefit analysis. Right. You know, I mean, so, it's worth it. Look, we just want you to know we're going to get into this next hour uh, and also uh, COVID and the trials that probably should happen uh, sooner rather than later. Um, but uh, we're going to get into the monkeypox thing. And I'd just like to tell you, they came out and said the average person that has monkeypox who contracts it has sex with 12 different men. Or, sorry, 10 different men. So, it didn't say anything about 10 different women. You know what I'm saying? That's monkeypox free activity, Glenn. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And what happens if I only have sex with eight different men? 
totally fine. Totally fine. And that's my understanding. Yes, we'll have more on this <laughs> at our Monkey Pox uh, update coming up next hour. Man, I am afraid of monkeypox. So afraid. By the way, tonight on television, uh, the economic axis of evil is starting to take shape right now. And the people in charge of our government are either too stupid to acknowledge and deal with what's happening or they like what's happening. Our dollar and the entire financial system is at stake. I'm going to show you tonight on Blaze TV their published plans to take the entire things down. Now, this is not from our government. This is from a new axis of evil. And uh, <laughs> I don't know. Well, it's an axis. I don't know if they're evil. We're evil. I don't know. I think everybody is evil right now when it comes to the government. The people. I get along with the Chinese. I get along with the Russians. Just not so much with the leadership. You know, kind of like what we have here. Anyway, uh, we're going to show you tonight uh, and we're going to really we're going to do what Joe Biden would have us do. Concentrate on controlling the weather. We have the true numbers of what the Inflation Reduction Act will do to your family. Pain is coming and they don't care one bit. In fact, that's the plan. Don't miss the Wednesday night special tonight on Blaze TV at 9 p.m. The new axis of evil preparing for economic war with Russia, China, and the rest of the dirt bags. That's tonight at 9. Um, Donald Trump is now in, uh, in uh, pre- presenting testimony, I guess, uh, what do you call those things? Um, Depo- he's yeah, he's being, being deposed. deposed. Mm-hmm. He's being deposed now on real estate dealings in New York. And this comes from the New York Attorney General. This guy has been investigated by every single person on the planet that has any kind of investigating power. I mean, from the dirtbag hackers all the way to the NSA to, you know, the KGB or whatever they call it now. Every single intelligence organization has vetted this guy. And if you don't think they would have used what they found by now, uh, you're crazy. And I'm going to tell you why he's going through all of this. I mean, I, I look up to the TV today and I'm like, he's going to be deposed for something entirely different than, than the raid. And we still don't know anything about... The raid. I mean, I've I've got a few questions, just a few questions about the raid. Well, Glenn, as you know, that was just about some documents. They weren't going in there for any other reason. And in fact, the administration had no idea this was even going on. And it wasn't a raid. It was just a search. It was a court appointed search. That's all. That's it. All your all your points uh-huh. are wrong, even though right. most of mine disagree with each other. <laughs> okay. It's been reported FBI claimed 15 box of, in, a box of documents were missing in January. So they had the missing documents. They knew that he had them in February. Why did they wait so long? January, February. Why did they wait so long uh, after the discovery of the missing documents before raiding? What new evidence prompted the the uh, the raid? What was the intent behind the search? What are they explicitly looking for? 
What did they find? How long will they try to keep this hidden from the American public? How can we force the FBI to release the initial warrant? We need to see the warrant. We need to see the warrant. We need to see all of its attachments describing with a particularity what was authorized to be searched. Did they did they think that they were hiding documents in Melania Trump's underwear drawer? Seriously, they apparently spent a lot of time in her closet going through all of her clothes and her intimate things. Now, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, uh, you know, maybe uh, uh, Rachel Levine uh, was looking for uh, this. uh, This is fabulous. I saw this on her. I want it right now. I don't know if they took any of her clothes, but was that okayed in the search? Because you have to be very specific where you think documents are. You can't just go in and and just go through everything. You have to say, I believe it is here. And it has to say what they're searching for. We need to see the affidavit supporting the warrant. We need to see it all without redactions, indicating who swore to the affidavit, the timing, etc., Did they take anything that was not part of the original intent? Does the FBI have security clearance to seize and view the private documents? Remember, these are presidential, they say, presidential top secret documents. So who has charge of that now? Did that go to the FBI into somebody else's hands? Who's actually reading it to search through those boxes that has the clearance To see those documents. Are they violating that? How do they know which documents to take? There's so many questions that need to be answered. But I'm going to answer the big one. And that is, why? Why is this happening? Is it because I hear people say they just hate him so much. But why do they hate him? I believe a lot of people hate him because, A, if he's not on your side... He's ghastly. He is. He will take you down. Okay. Um, And he does it in such a. It's really surgical. It seems like a bloodbath, but it's very surgical. The guy knows. The guy knows what he's doing. And he knows how to um, work a room. He knows how to work the media. He knows how to label things and poke through things. He is a master at this. He's a master if you watch him. He's also funny, but half of the country misses the comedy show. He says things all the time that I think are very, very, very funny. And people are like, I can't believe he said that. He actually said he was going to choke the driver out of the limousine. No, he didn't mean that. It's comedy. So some people don't like him for that, but the media has worked overtime. And who did it? It was the Clintons and the Bidens and the Obamas. Why did the deep state hate him so much? Because it's not about their hatred for him. It's not. It's the fact that he is America first. It's the fact that he cannot be purchased. 
It's the fact that he thinks more like the average Joe than the elites. It's the fact that he couldn't be co-opted. Do you really think if he had anything, anything dirty, they wouldn't have used it already? First of all, they would have come to him. And I know I've seen it. If there's anything dirty, they first come to you and they test you. You know, it'd be really horrible if people found this out. And if they had something, they would have said something specifically. And he most likely would have been the guy that went, go ahead, go ahead. I'll take it on firsthand. But they couldn't co-opt him because they either didn't have it or he wasn't afraid. So now he's completely out of control. What was the first thing he did when he got into office? What was the first thing he did? This is the key. He canceled the Paris Climate Award, uh, Climate Agreement. The Paris Climate Agreements. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to, I'm going to fill this out and the whole world will go, oh, crap. This is why they are working so hard to make sure he can never run again. It has nothing to do with their hatred. It has nothing to do with the truth. It has nothing to do with, I just think that he's just going to be going in a different direction. And it's, uh, it's, his ideas on the economy are just not right. It's none of that. It's something we have not seen before. And I'll give it to you in 60 seconds. You know, 9-11 was an awful, awful day in the history of our country. Yeah, it, worse than January 6th, believe it or not. It was just a day thousands of our fellow countrymen and women fell beneath the evil hand of treachery and terrorism. It also ushered in a lot of other dark things, new levels of fear and reactive bad policy among them still haunt us today. Boy, if we could go back in time and take back the Patriot Act, hmm? It's good to know that at least one good thing came from that day, and that's the Tunnel from T- Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Hands down, one of the best charity organizations I've ever had the pleasure of working with. Since 9-11, they have been helping out the families of our veterans and our first responders when the worst happens. Someone who doesn't come home, or they come home severely injured. And that's where Tunnel to Towers comes in. They pay mortgages. They build smart homes for heroes who need them. What they do, in short, is to service desperate needs in the community of those whom we should honor, and most of us do honor most in society. Would you donate $11 a month at T2T.org? I know that's, it could be really hard for you, $11 a month, but if you can do it, I think this is a great use of charitable money. T2T.org. That's T, the number two T. Org. 10 seconds, station ID. So when he canceled the Paris Climate Awards, remember the outcry, everybody, oh my gosh. Now, the Paris, they don't care about the climate. They don't care. They really don't. They are they are changing everything. This is more about capitalism, about taking America and the West under their control. This is all about money and control. Okay? 
They have been planning this and plotting this for a very long time. Please, if you don't know what I'm talking about, read about it in my new book called The Great Reset. It's available everywhere. Get The Great Reset. You have to understand this. So when he comes in, he does what? He cancels the climate accords and he makes us energy independent. And a net exporter of energy. Now, this is something that came as a shock to me. Nobody reported on this until I heard him say that. And I'm like, that can't be right. Is that right? I thought of that for my whole life. I've been like, why are we not energy independent? I didn't think it could be done. He did it. And we became a, a net exporter of energy. I didn't think it could be done. That's why they had to stop him. Because if we become, if we get on our feet and the American public knows we don't have to be held hostage to oil prices, we don't have to be held hostage on for anybody. We can lead the world again. That doesn't mean getting involved in everybody's war and everything else like Biden is doing now. It means just take care of the homeland and we will be able to enrich our own people, which will then take all of our charitable dollars and help out other countries. So getting him back into office right now, they are in the middle of this ESG Great Reset changeover. And that's why they have to move so quickly. That's why they had to make any deal they could with the sellouts of Mansion and Cinema. Totally sell out. The pressure must have been enormous. They would have given them anything because they have to have those IRS agents. They have to have control of you and your banking. So if Donald Trump comes back in right now, they're shifting gears and it is grinding into the next gear. And they know if we go the other direction and Donald Trump says, you know what? America first. We're not doing this green energy stuff. We're opening it back up. The entire thing is so fragile right now. It hasn't taken root. If they lose the presidency, if Donald Trump is a guy who gets in and he stops all of this and kicks it all apart. And the reason why it's Donald Trump and not Ron DeSantis, they remember, they all say he's worse than Donald Trump. That's their fallback right now. They got to take him out because he's personally vested in this. He will kick them to the ground. He will kick all their plans apart. At least that's what they believe. I think he will. But they, he'll kick it all apart. And that can't be done. Because then everything they've worked for for the last 20 years and all of the things that uh, the left has worked for for 100 years is over. It's over. You know it. Look how fragile it is. That's why they are doing things, anything to set your hair on fire. Because they need people to be radicalized to be behind him. Because they believe if they just keep poking him and poking him and poking him, you'll get to a point where you're like, enough. And not answer that through the ballot box. I'm telling you, 
he's testifying in front of another attorney general on something else. And it's not because he's dirty. It's because they have a plan and it was supposed to go to Hillary Clinton and she was supposed to do eight years and then it would have gone to somebody else because they would have had all of all of the levers fixed. He delayed their plans and he could destroy their plans if he comes back. It's not about hatred. That's spin. The Glenn Back Program. Relief Factor Julia lives in Texas. She suffered for years from intense pain in her hands that she said made it really difficult to do her job and even kept her from doing the things she wanted to do around the house. That is, that is me in a nutshell. One day, Julia heard me talking about Relief Factor on the program. She said, I decided to give it a try. She did. You know the rest of the story. She got her life back. This is not a drug, so it doesn't drug you and space you out because I can't live my life that way. It has four key ingredients that fight inflammation, which ibuprofen never works for me. Well, that's only attacking inflammation one way. And inflammation is the biggest problem of our pain and the biggest cause of most of our illness. So please, see if it works for you. Three-week quick start. Just try it for three weeks, $19.95, dollar a day. If it's not working in three weeks, you don't see any difference, stop taking it. Um, but 70% of the people go on to order more. It's relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com, or call 800-4-RELIEF, 800-4-RELIEF, relieffactor.com. Feel the difference. Back-to-back back tonight, Studios America. Glenn TV. Don't miss it. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. You know, Joe Biden is working on climate change. He's working on it. He's he, we can't control the weather yet. But after we after we cure cancer, we're going to be able to control the weather. Um, and there's new research out that um, the Biden administration would like you to know about, and that is academics and economists are suggesting that working now only four day a week uh, work days would benefit the climate because we will consume 20 percent less energy and produce 12.1 percent lower ecological footprint because we'll reduce our day to day activities. Because I know if I have like a three-day weekend, I'm not driving anywhere. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going to use that extra day off to go, you know, to the mall or to, you know, uh, uh, the grocery store or run around. I'm going to stay at home that whole day. And I think that's what all of us are going to do. So we would not be driving our car once in the morning to our place of business and then once, you know, back. No, we would be uh, we would definitely not use our car to go out to lunch, you know, pick up our kids, you know, when we don't usually do that. You know, we we'll never take an airplane someplace. What? Um, and they are saying now that the European work standards are an example for Americans to follow. And they say covid-19 lockdowns are an example of people benefiting the environment by not working. Oh, so listen to what the University of Massachusetts Amherst uh, says. They've done a study and they predict that if work hours were reduced by 10 percent, the ecological footprint, carbon footprint, carbon dioxide emissions would drop by 
12.1%. This is because, they say, an extra day off at work will give people, and I'm quoting, more free time to adopt environmentally friendly habits. Hmm? We, we take the free time to not do anything, basically? Well, no, no, to adopt environmentally friendly habits. So maybe it'll just take time for us to go, crap, I'm locked in my house one extra day a week. Mm. Okay, Or maybe they've got some other things that we can do that are environmentally fun. But it is going to take us a while to not only we'll have more free time to adopt environmentally friendly habits and quoting get used to a lower consumption lifestyle. Now, if that doesn't sound like the American way of life, if that doesn't sound like, hey, get used to it, kids, it's always going to be like this. It will never get better. And you don't own anything anyway. Mm. Do what the government says. Holy cow. And I will say, after the last couple of years, there's a huge appetite from people to be locked in their house a little longer. Yeah. They just yeah. they seem to yeah. love it before, yeah. and oh, they, they're they going to get on board with this immediately. They did. They Again, th- during the pandemic, I'm quoting, the global emissions decreased when lockdown orders were enforced across the world. So, it, you know, very slightly, though, much less than I think people were expecting. Yeah. You think, honestly, still not at the point to where we could cure global warming. Not even close. Not even right. close. It's funny because they, for years, had environmentalists saying that they would just hope for a new virus to come along to take mm-hmm. out lots of people so that we could help the planet. Mm-hmm. And then it came along. And uh, it really didn't do that much of a difference. It's it's interesting because this is like the all-time greatest thing that could happen for global warming, right? Yeah. Everyone stays inside. No one can travel. No one can do anything for a year. Shouldn't that cure it? Shouldn't that make a major, major difference in, glo- in the global warming emissions numbers? And the answer was really not that much. It was surprisingly low. We're dealing with the same kind of thing that we dealt with in the 1800s from the Malthusians uh, at the time, Mm -hmm. the people who just don't, they just don't care about people. Um, And Charles Dickens made fun of those people in Scrooge. What are there? No workhouses. They'll just reduce the surplus population. That's the way these people think. Okay. Well, we'll stop working and just shut them up in their house. And you know what? If a few of them die, a few of them die. What's the big deal? We got to have, it'll just reduce the surplus population. Yeah, I just finished Alex Epstein's new book. I think yeah. we're going to have him on in the next couple of weeks or yeah. whatever, but it's called Fossil Future. And he has a whole section of, of these types of quotes really? from people throughout history and recent history, climate experts. That oh, yeah. Look at, the, look at us as a problem as it relates Correct. to the planet. We are impacting the planet and therefore we are bad. We don't look at the planet as a place that we should make more hospitable for humans. No, no. We should make sure we're not impacting it uh, because the uh, the human impact can only be negative. Well, I got news for you. I think it's been pretty positive. Go back and look at the history of, 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 mm-hmm. of humanity when mm-hmm. they were living to 30 mm-hmm. years old. And, mm-hmm. uh, and just think of how people smelled in these eras. No, I'm, I'm sure we've impacted it positively. It was great. Yeah, it's great. Um, all right, uh, we we um, we have so much on our plate to talk about. The one thing we haven't talked about yet is the inflation numbers, oh. and it is remarkable. Hmm. Joe Biden has just come out and said 
We have zero inflation this month. Wow, we did it. We did we it. We solved it. We did. We did. So that we can start printing more money. We have zero inflation. The news that came out today relative to the economy. Hmm. Actually, I just want to say a number. Hmm. Zero. Zero. Today, we received news that our economy had 0% inflation in the month of July. Mm. That's weird. Yeah. 0%. Because that's not how... Here's what that means. Well, the price of some things go up, went up last month. The price of other things went down Mm -hmm. by the Mm -hmm. same amount. So we have zero. Result, 0% 0 inflation last month. Now, that's incredible there. And it's interesting because every single publication is is reporting the number as 8.5%. Right. Now, but that's very close to zero. Very close to zero. Now, I want to be clear to show you how disingenuous this person is. Mm -hmm. This is how he's come to this conclusion. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because people are just saying, oh, he's lying. And he's not quite lying. This is what he's doing. Okay. Now, every single time we talk about inflation, we Uh talk about it as an annual number. Right. Right. That is how we talk about it. Got it. Year to year. Yes. Everybody talks about it the same way. Mm Mm-hmm. 8.5% is the headline annual number. That's the number that everyone has been talking about, which everyone focuses on. So what he's done is take that number and ignore it completely. Then he's converted what he's looking at from the headline number to the core number. Now, there's two different measures of inflation. Basically, the core number takes out food and takes out energy. To summarize it. So that number was uh, 5.9%, I believe it was, this, uh, this which, is zero. which is zero. Which is, I don't know if it's closer than 8.5, but one of the two, they're both very close to zero. Right. Now, you've got a scale from one to a billion, five. So might as well call it zero. Right. We're just sure. rounding numbers. So he's ignored the main number. Uh-huh. He's presented only the core number, which has been lowered the entire time. Mm-hmm. And then he's, instead of taking the annual measure, he's done only the month-to-month measure. Now, no one, the, the month-to-month measure is not the number that anyone talks about. And to be clear, it was only supposed to be 0.2%. So what he's saying is, now that's almost zero anyway. That's what everyone was expecting it to be, was 0.2%. Instead, it was 0.0%. And he's out there bragging and saying, oh, well, this just shows there's no inflation month to month. So he's ignored the main measure, and he's basically taking the secondary core measure and divided it by 12, even though that's not exactly how they come up with the number. And he's saying that there's been no inflation. Now, this is entirely disingenuous. And what I've said before on this program, on Stu Does America as well, we are very close to one of the most annoying things you're ever going to experience which is this main number that everyone's talking about 9.1 percent is going to start getting lower and when that happens the administration is going to brag about it however this is important this is important (laughs) what most people will say when you when you say to them hey inflation last month was 9.1 percent and this time it's 8.5 percent most people will say First of all, it's going down. That's going to be their initial reaction. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's going down. And because most people will say that, the administration is going to brag about it going down. Secondarily, you will think... It's month to month. Well, th- yeah, that's the annual measure, but it's two separate months yes. of measuring. 
Most people will say, okay, so if something was $100 a year ago, uh, it was $109 last month, and now it's, what, $108.50, right? Mm-hmm. It's coming down a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's important to know that's not how this number works. The number works based on a year-to-year measure. So they're comparing July to the previous July. The reason why I'm saying these numbers are going to come down, and everyone's going to be saying, well, we're past peak inflation. The reason why that's going to happen is because the new numbers, follow me on this, the new numbers are building on old numbers that were already inflated. So you're not going it you're not you're not measuring it from a hundred. A hundred. You're measuring it from a hundred and eight. Right. So, so what is the increase of a hundred and eight? Right. So let me give you this. This is a real world example. This is actually what happened. Okay. If you bought something in July twenty twenty at a hundred dollars. Okay. Okay. In July twenty twenty one, inflation was at five point four percent. So that was costing you a hundred and five dollars and forty cents. Okay. This new number which is an 8.5. Well, it's down. It's down, it's, so I should pay you'd think 103. 103 or 104, yeah, right? right? No. It's up 8.5% from 105.40. So the new number, the thing that used to cost $100 two years ago, now costs $114.36. So your prices that are doesn't up sound 14%. Down. That's right. the inflation number from Thank what you. our normal prices. 14.36%. And the administration is going to spend all day bragging about that. And it is, and you're going to go into the store and you say, wait a minute, these prices aren't any lower. They're all higher. In fact, they're 14% higher on average. And you will be right. And they will be bragging about it. That's the rest of your day, everybody. Boys and girls, get together and realize these Idiots are going to come out here and say this all day because they think you are so stupid you just might believe it. And they know they're lying and they're going to do it anyway. That's the rest of your day. Average people don't know that. And they know it. They know it. They know it. The average person has no idea that what cost $100 last year was $108. And today, because of the inflation, you go up from the 108. It's not it's not going back towards 100. It's adding. When they say 2% inflation is our target, that means prices always go up every year by 2%. That means your dollar is becoming. That's why something cost a dime, you know, in 1940. Ah, uh, I want that uh, beautiful Cadillac over there. All right, dollar and a half. <laughs> now it's $185,000. That's all inflation. That's inflation because it continues to add on top of each other. All right, back in just a second. Oh, my job would have been so much easier if if I were a weatherman, honestly. You know, in this mm-hmm. summer, I could just come on the air and say, uh, weather forecast, uh, fire and brimstone, abandon all hope. All those ye who dare to go outside uh, and then be done for the day, done for the day. If you're trying to beat the heat, might be a good time to switch out your home's window coverings. Yeah, I'm a weather. I'm a doctor, man. Whether you're buying a new window treatment or replacing old ones that you already have, Blinds.com is the way to go. Right now, they're running a 40% off uh, special site-wide. 
That means you have access to a ton of amazing options at a much, a much uh, cheaper rate than normal. If you need help designing what you want, they have design experts who can do live consultations. They do them for free, and they're really amazing. You need help measuring or installation. I learned something new about a tape measure when I was measuring for the blinds with blinds.com. It's really good. It's really good, too. Hidden fees or misleading quotes, no showrooms or retail markups, none of that. Shipping is always free. It's blinds.com right now. Save up to 40% site-wide. Get 40% off everything right now at blinds.com. That's blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The Glenn Back Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program. I want you to check something out. Strive.com. Um, this is the first real move that I have seen by the private sector to take our country back. Um, and this is Vivek Ramaswamy, who has been on the program several times. He is a, uh, he is a big, big uh, capitalist and, and leader against ESG in the private sector. And we've been talking on and off the air now for about eight months. He called me when the book came out and said, I, you've explained it, you know, finally. Um, and uh, I said, what are we going to do? And he, because he is uh, a CEO and a, a Wall Street kind of guy, he said the only thing that will make them change is money. And they are using our money right now, your retirement funds, are going to one of these big investment houses and they are investing it and they are telling companies like Exxon, you're going to change. You're not going to make, you're, you're not going to drill anymore. Uh, otherwise, we'll pull all of the investment. They're using your shares as voting power and they, they have the voice uh, of you. And the, he has sat down with a lot of these energy companies, the CEOs, and they're all like, help us. We don't want it. We know we're killing ourselves and the country. Help us. But we have no way to get any financing or anything else. So what he's doing is he is taking the exact same portfolio of, of uh, the energy sector from places like Vanguard and BlackRock, and he's pulled them off, except it's the exact opposite message to the companies. He believes that if we can get enough momentum on this, that it will be a true shock to the system. And these oil companies and energy companies, they want to do what you want them to do. They don't want to be on the side of the woke thing. Uh, and it's bad for business. So it's an investment where the shareholders will be saying, do what's right for business, invest in excellence and invest in what you do best. Uh, it opens today. It's up on the uh, market for the first time today. Go to strive.com, strive.com and read all about it. This is the Glenn Beck Program.
are about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. The president has just come out and said we have zero inflation, zero inflation. And he's expecting you not to understand compounding interest. We actually have now about 14% because you take last year's inflation and add this month, a year later, month to, or year to year, you combine those two. So while the number went down, you're still looking at about 14% inflation. You know that just because you go in and you're paying the bills, you're buying things at the grocery store. You need to know you're not wrong. You're not seeing things. This president is lying to you. Meanwhile, President Trump has pleaded the fifth because he was in another uh, room being deposed today. Nothing about the secret papers that he stole from the archives. Uh, Nothing about that. This is about his real estate dealings. This is in New York. They are after him with everything. And this is a test for the Republicans. And so far, I think most of them have failed. We're going to talk to Steve Dace about that, and he has lined out what a trial of Fauci or a hearing of Fauci and the others should actually look at. And it's a new book that is going on sale today. You need to know about it. That is coming up in 60 seconds. So is there a line uh, that the Fed and the Justice Department and uh, all of these corrupt, the IRS, is there a line they will not cross? Because I don't think so. They are working hard to, uh, you know, turn us into a banana republic. Other powerful nations are attacking the dominance of the U.S. dollar as the world's reserve currency. It's an axis of evil now that is, is going the other way because we've let them. We've let them. We've encouraged them to do it. Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa. Some of those countries don't wish us ill, but they look at what's happening and they've joined forces to create a new international currency. If they succeed, it will mean everything you have will be worth almost nothing. Goldline is bringing back an extremely rare product that has been sold out now for months. It's their historic $5 gold Liberty coins. They're going to sell them out immediately, so please don't wait to call. These coins are historic, and Goldline is giving away a pure half-ounce platinum coin with every roll of 20 of these historic $5 gold Liberties acquired. That's over $600 retail value for free just for protecting your financial future. Don't wait. Call them today. Call 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE, or goldline.com. All right. Let's uh, now go to uh, Steve Dace of the Steve Dace program uh, that airs uh, many places, but its home is here on Blaze TV. It follows me uh, on Blaze TV. Hello, Steve. How are you? Good morning, Glenn. How are you? I'm good. Uh, you know, the... Um, the Republicans uh, are failing a pretty big test. If you don't get it now, you're Mitch McConnell, and you're not out there out front saying this is an outrage uh, and this has to stop. And we're going to when we take control, we control the purse strings over in the House. 
and we're going to cut these agencies off until they reform. Uh, and I haven't heard a lot of people saying things like that. Have you? No, I, I have not. And, you know, I was just listening to uh, the promotion you did for Goldline and the point you were making, is there any line that they will not cross when it comes to inflation or debasing the currency? Is there any line they will not cross when it comes to corrupting institutions and turning them in uh, uh, to Stasi, state-sponsored uh, police? Is there any line they will not cross when it comes to promoting Paxlovid? They told us that rebound COVID was rare, Glenn. It's rare, except the two men who probably are getting the best health care in America, Anthony Fauci and uh, Joe Biden, both got it. Uh, Joe Biden told us uh, if you took their jabs, so their experimental jabs, you would not get COVID. He tested positive for COVID for eight consecutive days, despite being quadruple jabbed. These people just look at you and they lie. And at some point, the people running the Republican Party have to answer the following question. It's just really this simple. Do you finally hate more what Democrats are bound and determined to do to the country than you do your own base? Period. That's the question. Because all this has been all these years, and you said we've let it go on, and a lot of it is because we've crawled over broken glass to vote for people who hate us. I used to kid on my show. It's not even a joke anymore. The only party that hates us more than the Democrats are the Republicans. Right. Well, now it's kind of looking true. It's looking prophetic and not a tongue-in-cheek one-liner any longer. And so that is the question that must now be answered. Do you finally hate what your political opposition plans to do to the country more than you hate your own base? Because if you don't, then we are left with only one other conclusion, which is that you actually despise the people they're tormenting more than their tormentors. Yeah, I will tell you, um, with what the um, federal government has done, what the Biden administration has passed now, uh, with the 87,000 new uh, IRS agents, they're, mm-hmm. they're not going to go after the billionaires. And it's very clear. Oh, no. And I'm going to show all of this tonight. You'll, you'll be astonished tonight uh, at nine o'clock. This is a Stasi. This is a secret police that will has been weaponized that is going to if they're doing this to Donald Trump, which has never been done before, they will destroy people. And, you know, with the Great Reset, it is um, it, the idea is that you'll own nothing by 2030. That means you have to impoverish people. You have to take their stuff. To be able to meet that goal. That is, um, I don't think people get it. And I am really disgusted uh, with the main response from the uh, Republican Party. They should be, I don't think they even have a plan, but that's a different story. You actually have written a book now, as I understand it. It is a book that is um, uh, modeled after the, the Nuremberg trials. Mm-hmm. And you are trying to set uh, the questions out so when Congress does decide to have hearings, that they will have the the questions and the line of thinking and all of the facts ready so they can pretty much use this as a model. Is that right? Correct. When we came out of, and you know, you're obviously a historian, brother. So when we came out of World War II, we convened, the world convened Nuremberg, trials at Nuremberg in order really with one to have one promise kept never again that this would never happen in a modern and enlightened world again and one of the things that came out of those trials was called the nuremberg code that were were intended to prevent 
uh, an autocratic authoritarian country to emerge in the future that would turn its nation into a biomedical fascist state, because mm-hmm. that would be the vanguard of becoming a full-fledged fascist state. Mm-hmm. Once you have control over the bodily autonomy of the people, you have control, ultimate control. And so they came up with a code, uh, the judges at Nuremberg did, they came up with a code for making sure this would never happen again. What's happened in the last 28 months in this country, and it is still happening, Glenn Denmark, which has been at the vanguard of honest COVID information from the beginning, has announced today it will no longer even offer the COVID jabs uh, to children, to minors. Thailand came out with a study yesterday that found almost 19 percent of the teenagers that took a full dosage of the Pfizer vaccine uh, had had abnormal EKGs as teenagers. And I promise you there is more. And that is the tip of the iceberg. And much more will come out. And that's before we even go back and address masks. And we go back and address lockdowns and the backside well, of mental health look, and everything else that that has cost. I'll, and so, uh, go ahead. Steve, I, I have to tell you, I, I, I think it, it goes beyond, and I know you're focused on COVID-19, which is horrible, but we are doing medical experiments on our children in, in, with gender dysphoria. Even yeah, Sweden, Finland, gender, England yes. all came out and said, this, shall, this cannot happen anymore. It's Correct. way too dangerous. It can't happen anymore. And we're doubling down on it. And if I'm not mistaken, that was the point of the Nuremberg mm-hmm. trials. Correct. To make sure, and we have violated literally every syllable of that code. And when I say we, I'm not talking about China. I'm not talking about the World Economic Forum. I'm ca- talking about the government. And the, med- and the biomedical state and the pharma state in the United States, we, our own countrymen, have violated every last syllable of that metric over the last 28 months. And so what, what we compiled here in this book, and uh, it's the most important book I've ever done. I think it'll be maybe the most important book I will ever do. Uh, there's, it's, it's 400 pages of data but also very powerful testimonies that will be in this book. Glenn, we have whistleblowers on the record. We have every interview recorded, and people on the record, nobody anonymous from the Department of Defense, from the medical industry, uh, people that are primary caregivers that worked in hospitals, uh, people whose uh, children were denied kidney transplants uh, because they wouldn't let them experiment on them with the COVID jab, on and on and on it goes. And so when you read that title that we, we chose for it today, The Rise of the Fourth Reich, confronting COVID fascism with a new Nuremberg trial. So this never happens again. I know that's going to seem, wow, provocative. I mean, that's maybe going a little too far. I promise you, by the time you finish reading that book, pre-sale started today, it comes out this winter. By the time you finish reading that book, you're going to think that the title should have been Our Ancestors Fought Redcoats for a Lot Less Than This. What they have done these last 28 months, what they continue to do are arguably the worst crimes against humanity comprehensively we have ever seen in the history of Western civilization. And the data is only going to get worse. We are still, we are just now beginning to go through the backside impact of what we did emotionally and developmentally to children with these lockdowns on top of the lost cancer screenings and heart screenings and everything else. What we did with the demeaning and the masking that continues to go on in all too many places This hasn't ended. We cannot move on because everything that you're talking about right now, everything from the inflation, every other issue, its genesis started on March 16th, 2020. That's when a new front in America's culture war opened up. And it is it's on now, full fledged and it's systemic on virtually every issue now. And, you know, you could even go back further than that. I mean, we now have. pretty solid evidence that it started 
in the lab in Wuhan. I mean, you, mm-hmm. you, to, you're not a crackpot for saying that now. Um, and uh, we just had I think our Congress. Own scientist, sadly, Glenn. Pardon me. Had a major. Ha- I think our own scientist had a major hand in creating. Oh, yeah, it, I, as a matter of fact. Oh no no no! I th- I think we may have even led that. Um, the, uh, the the real the real problem is when Congress was uh, asked to pass a law that uh, said no more gain of function research, which is the most dangerous research you could get into. No more gain of function research. Every single Democrat voted against that. So, in other words, keep doing it. We, mm-hmm. we haven't learned anything from this. Nothing. And that's why we wrote this book, because we anticipate that Republicans will take at least one chamber of Congress in November. The book is specifically timed to fully release uh, right around the time that they would uh, take over power. And we don't want any excuses. The House Freedom Caucus bought about 5,000 copies of uh, the forerunner to this book, Fauci and Bargain, uh, Mm -hmm. that we had that was the number one book in 21. And they bought that so they would have the data. They sent it out to their representatives and their supporters all over the country. Well, now it is time for you to act. And we have made it very easy for you. And it's no more just Ron Johnson, the senator from Wisconsin, by himself holding hearings Uh, There are people that you and I like and admire people. I used to draw a paycheck from like Ted Cruz need to be standing up and standing with these people saying we're getting to the bottom of this once and for all. My governor did a fantastic job with covid, but there's only one governor in the country whose health department has told the truth about the dangers of these jabs to children. And it's Florida and Ron DeSantis. Every other public health department has said not a word. It is time for governors like Kim Reynolds and Brian Kemp who stood up against lockdowns and masks and were brave there to be brave again. We have to get to the truth of this. This is a long-term play against our freedoms, liberties, bodily autonomy, reproductive systems, and everything, the, the, the inflation. All of that started when we started printing money with the shutdowns and, of course, has just gotten worse under Let's Go Brandon. Everything that right now has reached a systemic level of danger in our society, it all emanates from what from us bowing the knee to what I call COVID stand from the beginning. And so that's why there must be a reckoning. The stories in this book must be told. The people must hear the suffering that your hospitals inflicted, medical kidnappings, not letting people go, uh, denying them early treatments that would have worked and giving them things like remdesivir that when it's not poisoning your kidneys, it does not. And on and on it goes. These are stories that have got to be told. Our media will not tell them. Hell, most conservative media will not tell them. So we will do that job. So uh, send me a uh, send me a Vance so I can read w- what you have, would you? Because um, uh, I'd like to I'd like to get on your your bandwagon here. Um, you bet. Uh, so, Steve, I want to I want to take a one minute break and I want to come back and I want to ask you specifically um, uh, to define where we went wrong because i think people well let me just i'll ask you here in 60 seconds stand by american financing nmls 182334 www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org american financing no matter what it is you're trying to do if you need help you want that help to come from the experts and i mean real experts not the dr fauci sense of the word you want people with a well-established reputation People who have been around the block a time or two or still you steer you in the right direction. When it comes to home loans, that team of experts is American financing for over two decades. They've been helping people just like you get to where you need to be. 
I didn't take them on as a client in 08, right before the collapse, um, because I, I knew the collapse was coming. And I said, you know, it's people like you banks. And they're like, we're not a bank. And I'm like, yeah, well, let's see how you survive all the loans you've made. And they're like, we don't make those kinds of loans. Uh, we, tr- we try to do the best thing for our clients. And I said, well, we'll see how you weathered. And after this is all over, we can talk then if you make it. They did. They were fine. And their customers were fine because they don't jam you into something. They don't have incentive to do anything but what is right for you and your family. American Financing, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or AmericanFinancing.net. 10 seconds, station ID. So... Steve, I want to make sure um, because we were looking for um, a vaccine. We were looking for something that was going to help. Um, and I don't think I don't think the average person has a problem that they uh, came up with this vaccine. The problem is, is a they hid the results. They hid the side effects. So you couldn't even ask a question. And then on top of that, they forced everybody to have it. And that's what the Nuremberg trials really all about. Is it not? It's just it's not just, hey, we have this idea or we're trying to help. It's the fact that they are lying to you, hiding things and then forcing you to do it. Correct. How come the FDA wanted to wait 75 years to show you what was actually inside these jabs and what the actual testing uh, results showed. How come? How come they wanted that concealed and fought it in federal court to conceal that for 75 years? There's no benign and innocent explanation for that. How come we have school districts who just completely ignore this data all over the country? When we talk about places like Sweden, and Denmark, and it's funny now, we're admitting Sweden and NATO, Glenn. We spent all of 2020 acting like Sweden did not exist, okay? When we talk about countries like Sweden, Denmark, and Finland that are telling the truth about what's going on here, we're not talking about right-wing uh, societies here. No, we, we, in fact, when it comes to Sweden, Sweden is always held up by socialists as the Correct. medical god. Correct. So what's the benign, innocent explanation for that? Uh, they could never, in all of human history, we've never come up with a single successful vaccine against coronaviruses or any respiratory virus for that matter. Uh, and yet they were able to uh, stick the landing on this one in just over nine months. And now we're not allowed to talk about uh, the we, 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 there are people getting banned from Twitter who literally just report the data out of the government's official VAERS vaccine adverse reporting adverse effect reporting system database. They're getting banned from social media for just posting the data out of that. What's the benign, innocent explanation for that? Uh, how come a lot of the same people and same companies that were involved in the creation of these jabs uh, also had the genetic sequencing for the virus itself and were maybe involved in that? What's the benign, innocent explanation for that? What you're going to find is there aren't any benign and innocent explanations for any of this. And that's why there must be justice. They will do worse. They will continue doing this. Washington, D.C. is telling kids, New York City is telling kids, you can't come to school unless you allow your child to be an experimental cadaver, despite all this other data for children around the world. We're just supposed to ignore what is going on with excess deaths week after week after week in the U.K. with COVID basically over there. Why is that happening? Okay, and that and it's above the averages of the total excess deaths that they were suffering as a country pre-COVID. And so we need to have justice. 
There must be justice. And if there is not justice, not just hearings, justice, there must be trials. There must be penalties. There must be Nuremberg-like trials with Nuremberg-like punishments because it will happen again. It's happening again now, and it will happen again and again and again unless these people are punished. When you say Nuremberg-style punishments, that's execution. Yes, I am saying that. I mean, else what, would, what else would we say for causing, uh, for lying at this level of, 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 of biomedical fascism, this level of destruction, this level of carnage? Let's just say, so Australia, let me just give you a little data from Australia. Australia I've got 10 seconds. I've... I can't wait to hear your defense of this. Uh, coming up, hang on just a second. More with uh, Steve Dace. Also, Daniel Horowitz joins us. The Glenn Back Program. Once upon a time, there was a very, very bad boy named George Soros, who had pepperonis for eyes. And he messed with other nations' economies and made them cry. Oh, poor pepperoni eyes. When those nations tried to make him pay, Pepperoni Eyes ran away to his vault of ill-gotten money. That's where he slept. And the Pepperoni Eyes, well, from a lack of sleep, because coins are hard and uncomfortable to sleep on, those Pepperoni Eyes made him start to look like the evil emperor from Star Wars. Poor Georgie Soros never knew what it was like to sleep on an ice bed in comfortable sheets. That doesn't mean that you can't, doesn't mean that he can't, but he's probably working hard trying to destroy MyPillow.com. MyPillow is having a sale on their percale sheets, uh, which will keep you cool and comfortable in the summer. Queen size, regular price, about 90 bucks. Now they're $39.98, but you have to use the promo code BECK, very limited supply. Don't let pepperoni eyes happen to you. MyPillow.com. MyPillow.com. Use the promo code BECK now or 800-966-3117. Back to back tonight on Blaze TV, Studios America, Glenn TV. Don't miss it starting at 8 p.m. Eastern. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. So we're talking about something pretty darn serious uh, and... You know, it'd be something that would would all have to be decided in an actual court of law where we don't have skewed um, people one way or another. We have honest people seeking honest answers. And uh, we're talking about a new book that presales begin today. Rise of the Fourth Reich confronting covid fascism with a new Nuremberg trial. So it never happens again. Uh, because Nuremberg is in that uh, title, it's obviously going to be very controversial. But talking to Steve Dace, and I want to bring Daniel Horowitz in with Steve now, um, it is because what they're trying to do is the Nuremberg uh, laws that came out after were no medical experience, experiments. You can't force people to do things uh, like the Germans did. Um, and I think there's a lot of evidence uh, that show that this came from a lab who started it where who was covering what up and then you have the government collusion where they are violating those nuremberg codes so <clears throat> let me go back to steve and daniel welcome to the program um i'd Great like to be you with you I'd, I'd like to talk to both of you and steve you can go first if you want 
what is the the smoking gun or what is the um, Daniel, maybe you can answer this. What is the the testimony that you guys have documented that is is breathtaking? Well, let's start with with whether there's a prima facie case here or not. Last week, Channel 7 in Australia ran a, a, a story. Australia uh, compensates jab uh, victims uh, as a country, and so they have to report their data. And what they reported is there was about 79,000 serious adverse effects to the COVID jabs in Australia worthy of remuneration. Wow. That comes out when you look at when you look at 21 million people they injected. That's 0.3 percent, Glenn. And that's ironic because that's about the infection fatality rate for COVID is about 0.3. Okay. And so if you extrapolate that in Australia, there's been 5.3 billion people in this world who have gotten that jab. If 0.3% have suffered a serious adverse effect, Glenn, that is 1.6 million people. Has there ever been a violation to that level of public health or that level of bodily autonomy in any criminal context that there would not be calls for at least some kind of a capital level of investigation, if not trial, to see who is worthy of that level of carnage. So you bet the data justifies it. You bet it does. And I think and that Daniel can, go ahead. I was going to say, when you um, when you look at the number of dead just there and you and if it is true that Fauci was involved in funding and starting and it came from that lab and then covered it up. The the number of deaths that uh, these people are responsible for, it, not just the jab, it's all of it. It's all of it. Mm-hmm. What I was going to get to. I'm sick of people making this about COVID versus the shots. It's all on their account. And this is our point. We have Jeffrey Sachs, the chairman of the Lancet. Uh, investigatory committee on the origins of COVID saying that he not only believes that this was not natural, which is pretty obvious, it was generated in the lab, but that it was U.S. technology behind it. And that is going to be one of the chapters in the book. It is quite clear this is the American virus, not the Wuhan virus, even if that's the location from which it was released. It is the death from the virus itself. It's the death from perpetuating the virus with viral immune escape. It's the death of the lockdowns. It's the injuries from them, the mental health developmental uh, language development of children, learning development of children. It's the death and injuries from the shots. It's the death and injuries from blocking treatment and foisting upon them treatment that they knew. It's not just experimental in violation of the Nuremberg Code, but we now have documents that they knew affirmatively these things were indeed dangerous. All of that globally, you're talking about tens of millions of people. And again, we are just starting to see the acceleration of these excess deaths. You look at that Thai study that came out yesterday, Steve mentioned, you're talking about seven in 200 or so adolescent boys that seem to get myocarditis or pericarditis in that survey. It turns out the one in 5,000 or so that they were banting about is a real understatement of the subclinical myocarditis, which the FDA, as we document in the book, knew it was 60 times greater than the clinical level 
and they said to Pfizer, hey, maybe you ought to do a study. They're like, all right, we'll do one July 2023. In the meantime, we're going to get it in every arm, jab it, mandate it, and make sure people don't have a job or so, a kidney transplant until they get it. So how do you, uh, how would you assign um, motive? Because, and to whom? Because Fauci's taken all the jabs. Uh, Biden's taken all the jabs. All these guys took all the jabs. So it's not like they thought it was so dangerous they couldn't take it. Well, well, in terms of motive, I think it's quite obvious that it's all in the title of Klaus Schwab's book that seemed to come out three minutes after COVID. I mean, even I know how long it takes to publish a book, The Great Reset. (laughs) Okay, The Great Reset. Everything you are seeing today, okay, the war on farmers in, in, in the Netherlands, Sri Lanka, food, fuel, ESG, it's an emergency. What you are doing is a threat to other people. Your existence is a threat to other people unless you abide by our uh, set of standards. Your political beliefs are, are a threat to, to us and our existence and national and global goals. So therefore, all political, social, legal, health, and scientific norms go out the window. That was established in March 2020. So it, the motive is very simple. This is everything. This is the Great Reset. This enabled them to remake society, to turn Western democracies back into a pre-Enlightenment mentality. So everything you're seeing with the FBI raiding without due process, raiding political enemies, that has its genesis in COVID fascism. All right. um, I want to say goodbye to uh, Steve Dace because he's got to get ready for his show. Steve, thank you very much. Um, appreciate you being on, uh, Daniel. So, so who is, are, are you claiming that this is, uh, that this was all planned or are you saying that this, uh, you know, was uh, something they were working on and it just conveniently happened and they happen to have all the solutions there that go with, I mean, they didn't release this intentionally, did they? In your opinion, when it it just came out, I thought that like everything else, there's a natural problem and just that they have a system in place that's a well-oiled machine and it it grinds, it churns uh, to capitalize on it by controlling people as severely as they can, which is typically what they do. But the problem is once we went through this, there were too many things that didn't make sense how they had it all prepared, exactly what to do, exactly how to do it. No matter what data came out about anything, they wouldn't change. They wouldn't move off of it. Remember, every day was a new day. They could have moved off the mask. They could have moved to open schools. They could have, to this day, gotten off the shots. They will not do it. And the problem is there's too much documentation about the origin of the vaccine, which we go through in a chapter here, uh, the patenting of it. This thing wasn't invented in, uh, you know, three days in late January. Okay. You know, they, they didn't pull it out of nowhere. They were working on this for a long time. The vaccine now, they, or the virus? Both. Okay. Both were being worked on. Now, exactly how they did it and who was involved and the extent of, of the people involved in the public and private sector is something that we can only speculate at this point, but it's shocking. After we talked about tens of millions of people dead from the whole shebang, putting it all together, whatever your politics are, 
that there's no curiosity of having at least a 9-11 commission, a Pearl Harbor commission style um, inquiry into what went on. It is truly shocking that to this day, um, we don't look at that. And, and, and one other thing that we really stressed, which is a big part of it, is the war on treatment. See, Glenn, if this yeah. were just a matter of it, the virus just came out of nowhere, now we'd have a question, where's monkeypox and avian flu, and why do we all of a sudden have a bunch of them? But um, it just came out of nowhere, and they're just super kind of, you know, controlling over it. And they're just almost to the point of foolishness and naivety, just want to shut down and do all, all sorts of crazy stuff over this. But then if a 70-year-old calls up his doctor and says, hey, um, I got diabetes, I got heart disease, I got COVID, buddy. And they're like, okay, um, do nothing, wait until uh, you can't breathe to go, to go to the hospital. And they will go to war with doctors and anyone who wants to prescribe. And for the first time in history, told pharmacists not to dispense FDA-approved Nobel Prize-winning drugs, while, by the way, the pharmacies are now dispensing and prescribing, illegally prescribing medicine, something that is already causing problems, is only emergency use, and is novel, Paxlovid, Molnupiravir, Remdesivir. There's something wrong with that, Glenn. How did they have that prepared to go to war with any alternative? It made no sense. Well, we have shown uh, the um, the uh, war room that they had about four months before where they decided all of these things. Um, and uh, it, it was about a COVID-like vaccine or a COVID-like outbreak. Um, they claim that that is just mere coincidence. Um, I, you know, I, I hate to uh, ascribe feelings and intents on people that I don't know and I haven't heard their side. Uh, I do tend to think that Fauci is not a good guy. He knew what was going on. I think one of the bigger questions for Fauci is when you were covering up, when you were trying to put dirt on your trail, um, what did the pharmaceutical companies know? What did you leave out? How many more people, you know, did, did they, did they have to come up with a vaccine without all the information because you were hiding that information. I mean, just that alone is a massive, massive problem. And the guy should be in jail if these things are true. Uh, Daniel, I so appreciate all of the hard work that you and Steve has done, have done uh, all the way through this. Uh, I haven't read the book yet, but I certainly will. Uh, and I think it is of great service for people to at least read, make their own decisions. And what I like about this is this is just a book, really, that is putting in a, you know, the format of the Nuremberg trial. So you can understand what a trial would look like. And the best thing about it is, I think, that it shows what questions need to be asked. Uh, and it has all of the testimony in it. It is available for uh, pre-order today. It is the rise of the Fourth Reich, confronting COVID fascism with a new Nuremberg trial. Uh, Daniel Horowitz and Steve Dace. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Take care. God bless. You bet. Uh, by the way, um, I just noticed that Megyn Kelly is on one of my screens. Uh, I'm, I forgot I'm doing the Megyn Kelly show with her today. And I'm do, am I doing like the whole show with her?
No. How long am I on with her? As long as she can take you. Okay, as long as so she I'll can be handle on. it. So like first five minutes. Uh, <laughs> hey, you're yeah. lucky. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, I don't even know what we're going to talk about, but she's always fascinating. And uh, on uh, for sure on what uh, Sirius XM, we mm-hmm. are. She follows this program. Yeah, back so to back. Doing that. And if you're on the blaze, then you uh, you will miss that. But you'll have Steve Dace. And I'm sure he's going to be talking about this and also what's happening in Washington with Donald Trump. Uh, if you missed any of our analysis on that, it is I think it's really good today. Stuff that you don't want to miss. Just grab the podcast wherever you get your podcast. Make sure that you rate and review. It helps us uh, be discovered by uh, n- new people. All right. Being a real estate agent isn't just a job. At least it shouldn't be. It is an art and there is a craft that you have to really study. Practice of good habits, refining of techniques that takes years of experience to master. And how are you advertising? How how are you bringing people to your website to see those houses? So you have a built in base already hungry for the house that like your house that will be listed. There is something deeply important about getting it right. And realestateagentsitrust.com has done the work for you, at least the initial work, to try to find the best real estate agents that meet the criteria that we're looking for. Best sales, best reputation as far as the clients as they come through, um, get the top dollar every time, best in their or a leader in their field. We look for the right things and... And also, it helps that most of them are listeners to the program because we want you to relate to them and them to relate to you. Realestateagentsitrust.com. It's a free service to you. Yeah, we'll just recommend a real estate agent of where you're either selling or you're trying to buy and try to get the best one there for you. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Stay informed. Sign up for the free newsletter today at glenbeck.com. Oh, yeah, this is the Glenn Beck program. We're very glad that you have joined us tomorrow. I'm going to give you exactly what's happening with the economy. You know, Joe Biden is saying, oh, zero inflation. That is not true. And we explained that earlier on today's program. Tomorrow, they keep talking about this great job market. And yet, somehow or another, I don't think that's true. Uh, how many times have you walked in to jobs that have always been filled and they can't get anybody to work? How, how is it we have just this record breaking uh, job creation number? Where are those people coming from? Well, I told you something a couple of weeks ago and uh, then every expert came out and said, that's wrong. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just like ESG is a... Uh, is a, uh, a horrible conspiracy theory that ISIS will never form a caliphate, uh, that we will never devalue our dollar, that we would never raid a president's home for papers or anything like that. We don't arrest former pre- You know, all those things. I'll give you the proof tomorrow. This is the Glenn Beck Program.